Coming from the Shy Lounge, I am Shinblade, formerly of Under the Mat Radio, welcoming you to this new show entitled Shy Lounge. Now, this will be a show going on the road, or should I say, I'll be going on the road conducting interviews with various entertainers like wrestlers, rappers, singers, actors, actresses, playwrights, and any other people that are of nature that sounds interesting to you and sounds interesting to me. First off, I want to tell everybody Happy New Year, as I probably already said. It's been a great uh, holiday for me. It's been great relaxing, you know, just uh, getting things together, working things out to uh, create this new show. It's been a hard-working December, so, you know, I had to relax during Christmas and, uh, you know, just party a little bit, chill out, whatever. But anyway, you're in Shy Lounge. I advise you to kick off your shoes, uh, lay out, be get comfortable. You know, this is a lounge. You're supposed to be comfortable. You're not supposed to be all tight and everything. Um, you know, like I say, smoke a little bit, drink a little bit. You know, just chill out, ease, and just let your mind flow. Whether you're going to work, going to school, uh, whatever have you, cleaning the house or you know, whether it is that we do in the middle of the day or night, or when you're listening to this podcast. Now, this is an introduction to a new podcast because this is the first episode. So, um, I'm going to introduce myself again. I am Shinblade, S H I N hyphen B L A D E. I was uh, formerly of a show called Under the Mat Radio. Uh, I was a lead correspondent. I left because. Uh, you know, I was actually burnt out, you know, created differences, caused me to go. So, uh, I decided to make this show out of, uh, you know, the, the gatherings that I had, you know, from exiling myself from Under the Mat Radio. I had uh, threw basically almost everything away. I was just saying, I'm going back to life as we know it. And I looked at everything that I accumulated from the show, you know, at least on my side of things. And I said, wait. Why don't I just come up with my uh, own show? It couldn't hurt. You know, uh, the contacts that I had, the people that I met, uh, the the rapport that I had with uh, most of the people. And I said, well, I just want to get back to what I love to do is networking. So I got to the point where I had came back and uh, contacted people and I pitched the idea to them, not in a business sense. But in a sense of, you know, just doing something, being creative. I always love being creative. And I got a lot of positive reactions from them. And, you know, I said, well, when I come to your area, I would like to interview you, put you on the Shy Lounge. And they agreed to it. So uh, my show, you know, unlike Under the Mat Radio, it won't be live. It'll be recorded. I will be also doing it uh, on location wherever I go. 
or otherwise, you know, people can come down to this Shy Lounge or should I say my house and we can record it, which would be no problem. And then also I try to do it on a weekly basis. If not, then, you know, I'll just put it out whenever I can. Uh, you know, like I said, my show's not live, so I'm not pressured to uh, run and, you know, activate a new show or whatever you have. I'm just relaxing, just like my show, and just just doing it. Uh, merely, I am uh, shooting to release the episodes on Monday or Sunday, but if you don't uh, think it's a great day to do it, just let me know. Just contact me on Facebook.com slash Shin dot blade dot 808 on my like page you see me uh posing with the shy hands or whatever have you and just uh message me you know i'm i'm always open for constructive criticism or ideas you know i never really turn down an idea unless uh the idea doesn't really apply or just flat out not a good idea so anyway i love going on the road i love meeting new people uh you know sitting down with them and having them to relax because this is a this is a podcast that we just talk it's just two people with the mics and shooting the breeze maybe i interview more than two people at the same time uh like i said you know they can drink they can smoke you know i'm not a smoker uh you know but hey whatever floats your boat you can do that um mostly i have a wrestling background as far as uh networking you know i know uh various professional wrestlers and independent wrestlers so if you are the uh person that doesn't like wrestling then um i apologize in advance but i'm just starting with what i know eventually i like to move on to uh entertainers or uh you know rappers like i said actors you know whatever have you to, to create a form of diversity and that's what the purpose of shy lounge is you know it's not just a wrestling podcast it's an entertainment podcast you know uh personal journal for me so it's not one of those things where i would say i want to be famous because you know if you look for fame and money and uh whatever goes on along that line you, you really don't make it you know because it's it's uh it's a thing for me where if you look for it, you, you just miserably fail. Not like hard work where you just go out and work hard and somebody spots you. No. I'm just doing this because it's just personal for me where I could say I did a podcast and I I met so many people, you know. Because really, you don't make money doing podcasts. I, I hate to uh, break it to a lot of you, but money is not to be made. You know, unless you have like various sponsors that, you know, give to your podcast and you got to shout them out because, you know, they're throwing money at you. So they at least deserves a shout out somewhere. I'm looking for sponsors myself, you know, guaranteed uh, to help me on my travels. Not to say that I'm broke, but, you know, just to sponsor it, just to sponsor the travels and the lodgings and the stay and my interviews because uh that's what sponsors do sponsors do not create lifestyles for people unless you're nfl star or uh should i say athletes uh completely or actors you know you just want to throw money at you so meanwhile i'm not a famous person to being known but i like to spread 
my podcast around to wherever I go. Right now, uh, it's being heard in India and Indonesia, Egypt, and Morocco. I give a shout-out to those countries. Uh, Thank you for all the love on Facebook, guys. I would love to come out there and maybe do, like, a couple podcasts with the people and, you know, interview uh, whatever that comes to mind in, in those countries. So I'm reaching out to uh, England, uh, whatever country that wants to listen, and and just like the Shy Lounge. It's just like my Shy Blogs uh, that I used to do where I go places and film and have fun and everything, kind of a selfie-style camera. Uh, if you want to check that out, just go to my YouTube page and type Shin Blade and uh, just check out my Shy Lounge not my shy lines, my shy blogs uh, from Under the Mat Radio that I uh, did. Uh, I put them on to that one. And they they liked it, you know, but that was just one chapter in my life. But I will put somebody on the shout out uh, as far as going out on the road and uh, putting up a sponsorship but that I'm pursuing. But with that being said, I will say this show is not sponsored by graze.com you like healthy snacks i do just go to graze.com it's just like your various uh dot coms where they serve you boxes of mystery items this one being graze.com which will give you healthy snacks that are healthy for you willing to go willing to have one to go i'm munching on it right now i'm sorry so all you gotta do is sign up at graze.com and if you're allergic to certain snacks you can tell them let them know and they won't send you those type of snacks but if you want your first and fifth box free all you gotta do is go to graze.com enter to enter the code s-y-l-v-a-n-4-z-b you get your first and fifth box free you can get it free every month bi-weekly or whatever uh you would like to get free your uh graze.com boxes just enter s-y-l-v-a-n for ZB. Also, this episode is not sponsored by Primal Foods, or should I say Primal Jerky, which is one of my favorite uh, jerkies to have going out. They're vegan made, uh, no beef, no pork, uh, just soy based beef jerky or turkey jerky, whatever have you. They're good to me. So just check out Primal Foods on the internet under primalfoods.com or Primal Beef Jerky. Just Google the name. You know, I'm not fact checking right now. I'm just going off the hip. So this week's episode features a mentor of mine, which is legendary wrestling journalist Bill Apter. Bill Apter has a book out called Is Wrestling Fix? Dot, dot, dot. I didn't know it was broken. I met Bill in May of 2015 at a Ring of Honor event in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, I was with Under the Mat Radio at the time, and I just talked to him, and I introduced myself, and he says, I know who you are. And I'm looking at him like, how do you know me? Nobody knows who I am. I'm just on this show based off of blog talk radio. And he heard about the interviews that I've done which gone around on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and what have you. So we gained a friendship. You know, I was willing to uh, learn under him because the man has been in the wrestling business for about 50 plus years. He's basically met everybody that was somebody in the business was, or is somebody in the business. 
and it just was from such a humbling soul you know he just he just uh so humble that you know he inspired me because a lot of times in the entertainment field is usually uh when you meet your heroes you know they don't want to be bothered by you and you're a person that's been watching them on tv or hearing their music or whatever it is outlet that they put out but he was just so gracious to me and other people that i know that um I wanted to take that guy on as a as a mentor. You know, one day I want to be just like him where I'm writing for people and, you know, conducting interviews, putting on my website. And really, for me, just uh, I, I, I just was a loss for words. So, again, in December, he had an event in Philadelphia at the uh, Philomoca about his book, which was a small crowd, which to me, I was I was surprised at because... You know, being this guy, knowing in the business, he he has known so much that I think a lot of people should have came out. And if you didn't, you really missed a treat. Um, I got an autographed poster from him, which you can check on my Instagram at official shinblade, official shinblade, all one word. And I took a picture with him to promote the episode. And we sat down after the show, and we just talked for about nearly thirty minutes about uh his book and how it came to be and you know stories that he has put up and honestly to me he's not going to be just a one shot for this episode i think personally he's gonna i'm gonna have him back for at least about three more episodes because again it's 50 years in the business 50 plus years in the business uh, he's done so much i believe myself that uh he he is a uh great guy you know, uh, traveled the world all over, has many stories. And then also at his show, he had a character that was rapping by the name of Insane Bill Mascaris, who I think he rapped a Barry Manilow or something. But uh, it was a treat for for those who had showed up to the to the gathering. Um, you know, I was gracious for the interview, and also uh, we went over to the Ring of Honor event in philadelphia the night after fight on battle and you know i just had an adventure from there so um, i'm very thankful to have him out on as a mentor uh you know also i forgot that he runs a website called one wrestling one wrestling.com which is focused on uh, a lot of the facets of wrestling not just wwe just ring is also ring of honor tna global force wrestling and independence I write for the website every now and then. I sent out uh, Death Before Dishonor. Uh, that was in Baltimore, Maryland in 2015 because I live in Baltimore and I sent it to him. So, uh, you know, also not to take away from Bill Lapter, but I also write myself. I write for uh, AngryMarks.com, which I do editorials. Uh, I did an article about Sting, which uh, started a lot of this. And then my second article with The Undertaker, uh, celebrating 25 years in the business. No, wait a minute. No, it was 25 years in the WWE. He's been in the business for about, I think, 30 years. I think right after he got out of high school in Texas. Um, you know, a lot of people like it. So, you know, Google Sting Shinblade or Google The Undertaker Shinblade. And you will have it. Uh, you will see it right there. Just not much for me to uh, 
applaud myself because it's something I like to do. It's part of the creative process that I that I uh, want to keep having until the day of my demise because creativity is number one. Um, also, if you want to catch me, catch me at Facebook at Shinblade, Shin hyphen Blade. I have a like page. Uh, if you want the URL, it is facebook.com shin s h i n dot blade b l a d e dot eight oh eight because I was born in Hawaii, so I just used the eight oh eight. If you want to catch me on Twitter, catch me at shinblade on Twitter at shinsational one s h i n s a t i o n a l o n e. Catch me also on uh, Instagram under official shinblade. I will let you uh, see if you can spell that one. YouTube under Shinblade. You can catch this podcast on SoundCloud under SoundCloud. Either type in Shinblade or Shy Lounge. Also on Stitcher. If if you're not a iTunes person, oh, also I'm on iTunes under Shy Lounge or Shinblade. But you can catch me on Stitcher. If you're not an Apple person, you know you have Samsung, Android. Catch me on Stitcher or SoundCloud download the track listen to it for your listening pleasure because i'm that type of guy who likes to listen on my own time um not really a streaming person uh more of a download and hard copy type person but you know whatever floats your boat uh but really that's the introduction uh to my show like i said uh my show is not live is recorded uh on the road also if anybody you want to have questions uh you know just facebook me twitter me tweet me and i'll be sure to uh answer it i am a guy who likes to interact with fans and interact with people as much as i can but mostly on a positivity basis you know if you uh write to me and say f shin blade and whatever it is and that i i pretty much probably won't respond to you because you know i don't want that negativity coming in i'm a zen type person I think positivity should come through. And if any negativity would come through, it should be just one second and not feed into it. Also, I'm going to give a shout out to my friend, uh, should I say the Shy Lounge referee, Larry Peace. Uh, him and I go back and forth on uh, on Twitter. Uh, you know, hashtag 123Peace and hashtag keeping the peace. So make sure you find him. He's at at ref ref larry peace i think the junior's in there i'm not sure but that is actually his real name also hashtag him andy kaufman or hashtag him under uh what was that inter intergender champ uh we're, we're going to start that again um he's getting a little bit buzz from that from chikara excellence pro wrestling and i think right coast right coast pro wrestling also, uh, not to leave this guy under, but I got to give it up for my DJ, DJ Van Paris, who is a.k.a. Zima Ion from TNA Wrestling. Currently wrestling is that, uh, what was it, DJ Z. I'm sorry, I'm stuttering for some reason. We met in uh, Wisconsin under Blizzard Brawl. Uh, he was a very, very nice guy. He's doing hip-hop tracks. So check him out on SoundCloud under Van Paris. I'm sure that... You can find it on my uh, Facebook page. Uh, him and I had a picture together at uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Skansen. Uh, he was a 
gracious to meet me and I told him I said I'd like to use your tracks for a show and he said that would be great so I'm expecting more tracks from him to uh, put together you know just to put out the tracks so as far as a header and footer uh, his tracks will be displayed up there and if you're a musical person and want to put your beats out there don't be afraid to contact me because I'll put your beats out there you know I know uh, DJ Z he'll be he'll be okay with it and if he's not then I'll just uh, send that letter back to the person but more so in that case he'll be, he should be okay because he's DJ Z that DJ though on Instagram you can catch him on Twitter under uh, Zima TNA on Twitter and his Facebook uh, like page I have to find that one I'm sure he has one you know being a wrestler and people want to reach out to him he's a good wrestler uh, honestly uh, I have nothing bad to say about him because he's he's a great guy he uh, used to be part of the bromance with Robbie E and uh, Jesse Goddard they're now no more broke uh, together so uh, with being that with that being said I'm going to segue over to the Bill Abner interview talking about his book talking about various stories uh, Andy Kaufman as as we're supposed to say and I want you to enjoy the Shy Lounge uh, sit back you know have your favorite drink in hand I have mine a little iced tea uh, you know eat a little bit you know smoke a little bit or in my case vape a little bit and enjoy no you're, you're okay um, I'm, I'm here with uh, one of my mentors uh, doing freelance if I was a girl I'd be a woman tour <laughs> <laughs> well this is the great uh, Bill Apter of uh, One you. Wrestling and uh, plus 50 plus years of being in the business but also, I said before I interviewed you about your book, uh, is uh, wrestling... Is wrestling big? fixed? Is it? I didn't know it was broken. That's correct. So, so um, one thing I want to introduce you, also, Bill, be in mind that right now, currently, that uh, my Shy Lounge, most of my... It's great to be in this lounge. Right? Oh, yeah. The atmosphere in here is, yeah. like, killer. Yeah, it's supposed to be relaxing. Yeah. But I want to tell you that, that probably for the first time or a few times... You have a lot of Indians listening to you. Is All that the way right? in India, yeah, in I Arabic love that. people. I love that. Yeah. Uh, I actually had a girlfriend uh, when I was about 23 years old. Her name was Sita. Really? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be very hard to make that up. No, no. She lived in Queens, New York. I lived up at that time. I was living in uh, Kew Gardens. <clears throat> and she had an apartment in Kew Gardens, Queens. Wait a minute. And she worked at the uh, Jamaica Hospital. Kew Gardens actually exists? It does. I, th I thought it was a, a place from uh, The Last Dragon. No. Kew Gardens in Queens. Oh, okay. Well, It's a K-E-W Gardens. Yes. Yeah. I used to watch the movies with the captions on, so I knew okay. so Kew just like no. that. But there's one in England, too. There's a Kew Gardens really? in England. Yes. <laughs> Which is probably where the people in Queens got it from, or vice versa. Oh, yeah. You know, we always get our stuff from England. Yes. So. yes. We do night. Yeah, all that, night and day. My show business hero was from England when I was a little kid. Really? Who was that? His name was Anthony Newley. Okay. He died a few years ago. <clears throat> and uh, he's the guy who wrote the song, Who Can Take the Sunrise, Sprinkle It With Dew, Cut the Candy Man. 
He wrote The Candyman and about a hundred different other songs. Wonderful Willie, everybody, on the microphone. Yes, if you uh, will. <laughs> he just did a uh, show, his wrestling fix, uh, Didn't Know It Would Be Broken, in Philadelphia. The Afternoon with Bill Abner, yeah. a one-man show at the Philomoka. I'm here in uh, right now in Philadelphia. What a great venue this is. Um, uh, Eric Brassler, nicknamed Eric Mocha, invited me down here to do this show, and I was totally bowled over by the atmosphere, the sound system, and the professional attitude of the staff here. By the way, that's the guy over there with the uh, gobbledygooker shirt, right? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh I, was, I was shocked to see that one. That's he looks like Andy Kaufman. He does? Yeah. I got to get a picture of him. I'm going to put that on my Instagram and get a picture of Andy Kaufman. And put them together. And put them together. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what we're doing. So, um... Wrestling, to me, is not uh, fixed, it's not even broken, it's just an art form that people, a lot of people don't understand, but you are a journalist and photographer Yes. that uh, I looked up to for years, you did uh, PWI, I didn't know you did WOW Magazine, I used to yeah, play in high school. Yeah, I left PWI for WOW. Yeah. I became, WOW offered me a great deal, mm-hmm. and uh, took a chance on it, and it lasted almost three years before the mother company, the parent company, went out of business. They were producing Beanie Baby magazines, they were producing uh, really? teen magazines, yeah, yeah, and they wound up going out of business. Now, also, your daughter told me that you did a shoot for a girl magazine and uh, did a Britney Spears concert when she first uh, was yeah, starting we, in we the Yeah, they did a teen magazine, <laughs> and I, I got an assignment to uh, photograph Britney Spears, and we went and uh, I shot uh, three, the first three songs really? of her concert. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It wasn't Oops, was it? No, I don't know. Actually, it was during that period of time. <laughs> no, no, no. The song the, 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 uh, that she performed was Well, that was, one, that was one of the uh, one of the three. Oh, okay. Well, um, now you go over these years in wrestling now. You told us about... Hold on. One, Eric? Eric? Eric uh, Bressler, please. He's you, coming over this, here. This is Eric Bressler. How are you doing? Hey, good to meet you. Welcome to Shy Lounge. Oh, thank you. I want to thank you personally for letting me do the show here today. Oh, it's it's my pleasure, <laughs> Bill. You were a real uh, showman up there today. A ham. A ham, yeah. Uh, so, so was that uh, insane Bill... In, insane. Uh, Bill with one L. Bill, insane yeah. Bill Mascaris. Yeah, Bill, Bill Mascaris. Yeah, I didn't get to Bill Mascaris, right? I never got to see him today. But I understood he took the crowd by storm. He did. We were just so amazed by him. But by the way, um, Bill says you have this appearance of Andy Kaufman Doesn't now. Doesn't he? How, how do you get around in Philly looking like Andy Kaufman? Do, do people uh, accost you? I mean, I'll be honest. Um, Bill, I think, is the first person who ever... Is it, <laughs> you know, am I really? really? Yeah, and he's... Wow. It's, it's uh, it's exciting. the minute I met you, I said you had the aura oh. of Andy Kaufman. Thank you. It's it's a real uh, honor. Not the aura, the aura. The aura. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, he's one of my favorites. I um, model a lot of what I do after him. So and thank you, Bill. Yeah, <laughs> true. So that, um, what a great place this is. So yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, now I got to find Bob Zamuda, sure. the, the alter ego for him. Do you know what though? Bob Zamuda, very interesting when he does interviews. And he talks about Andy and Jerry Lawler. He never mentions me in there. It's like I don't exist, and I don't know why. Well, moving on to that, part of your book, you talked about the whole Andy Kaufman, uh, Jerry Lawler feud that went on back in the early 80s. Yes. And I'm the guy who you're put the link together. that did yes. that. Yeah. Can you tell the audience about that story? Yeah. Um, Andy was a big wrestling fan, and uh-huh. he used to come to Madison Square Garden all the time. 
and uh, he he was hoping that Vince McMahon Sr. would let him wrestle. Okay. And he wouldn't. And Andy knew me from the magazines. And one night he asked me, what am I doing after the matches? I said, I'm going home. He said, how do you get there? I said, I'll take the E train or the F train uh, to Queens. And he said, uh, can I go with you? So here I'm riding the E or the F train back to Queens with the star of this hit TV show, Emmy Award show, Taxi, with one of the stars there. And we got up to my apartment and uh, um, we wound up calling Jerry Lawler because I said, Vince McMahon will never let you do this. Vince Senior. He, if Junior would have owned it at that point. Yes, it would have been a. It would have been. He, a, he was never a showman because uh, he also the infamous story about Hulk Hogan taking Rocky Three and getting fired for it, right? Well, he, he didn't get fired for it. It was just uh, okay. uh, if you do that, we can't use you. Yeah, it wasn't a you're fired. No, no. Um, <laughs> but um, so we called Jerry Lawler because I said this guy's promotion, Mid South Wrestling, Mid Southern Wrestling back then. Lawler, Jarrett, and several other people would probably like this because they have unusual characters like the Frankenstein monster yeah. and all these other uh, characters. And we called Lawler at one in the morning, which Andy thought was weird. Yeah. And we'd call anyone at that hour. And I said, the guy's probably just getting home. And uh, Jerry Lawler said, you got Andy Kaufman, the guy from Taxi, in your little roach-infested apartment in Queens? I said, yeah, I put them on the phone. And that's what put the key in the ignition and the... Uh, Started. Jerry Lawler actually did the forward to my book. Yes, and um, I will be reading it in the sub- subsequent weeks. I probably already read it by the time this interview airs, because uh, then we'll have a lot more to talk about. I'm a, regarding I'm a, that, <laughs> I'm a big fan of you because thank you so much. You know, uh, I'm going to tell my story as far as the magazines are concerned. I was a kid, and I saw these magazines, and um, I remember after Bill Apter with these editorials and interviews. And never in my life did I actually meet you. Now, I will tell the fans this. I met you at a Ring of Honor show in May, which was the War of the Worlds in night one. You were with some of your and friends. You wa- I was yeah. with Under the Mat, who I used to be with. Yes. And Hello, this- Under the Mat guys. <laughs> they, they, uh, they, you, this guy walked past me, and I said, you know, that's Bill Apter. And I walked, and I said, hi, I'm Shinblade. And he's like, I know who you are. And I get this confused, shot look on my face. I'm like, how do you know me? Nobody knows me. I'm just this little I saw you in my mind somewhere. Yeah. Was it the Shelly Martin? I don't, I don't remember, but social media is wonderful. That's where I saw your name. Well, you're going to see more because I write for uh, various people, including yourself. Yes. I yes. did the... I, I, I did the uh, Death Before Dishonor. Yes, you did. Uh, pay-per-view. You did. You did. But um, I'm sorry. I'm just veering off the way. It's okay. But one of the big points I wanted to bring to you, and you brought to this on your one-man show, which I'm crossing my fingers I'd get you booked in Baltimore for. That'd be great. Was the Office Wrestling, which I never knew about. You had the Cal, videos. Cal, Championship Office Wrestling. Yeah. What was it? Ch- Cal. 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 Championship Office Wrestling. Yes. And you had these Many wrestlers wanted the cowbell. Yes. But none of them got... Well, Dan Severn got it from me once, hit me over the head with a bag of bagels. <laughs> Lou Meany got it once. They're the only two former champions. Your company sounds a lot better than DDT, which that's another company in Japan that does a lot of random stuff too. Well, I'm no longer with those magazines, as you know. I've been okay. from from there for 15 years. But that stuff was done when guys would come to have their photos taken. Uh-huh. I had to kind of warm them up so they get into the costume and... Uh, 
before we take the pictures, I challenge them to a match. So now they got in a great mood. It's a great mood changer. One, one question I wanted to ask you was, I saw a clip of RVD doing his signature uh, backhand unto you. Yes. And... You know, RVD was muscular back in those ECW days. Yes. He didn't work as hard as much as yeah. WWE. Which is what those, the, those videos were. How did, where did you take that? I don't know. I just I didn't know he was going to do it. <laughs> I, it was that, and you took kendo stick shots from Tommy Dreamer, who's a great guy, by I the did. way. I did. I also took umbrella shots from Todd Gordon. What was the strangest shot you ever took? Um, in an office wrestling match? Yes. Two guys put me through a table. It wasn't the thing you saw today. Not with the pit bulls? No. No. They tried it a second time, and it worked. Okay. Yeah, but they, we didn't get that filmed, unfortunately. Well, also, um, Bill, after you see him now on WWE Network, he's more like an Easter egg. And um, I marked out, honestly, when I'm I saw I'm a Passover it. guy, but is that, it's okay to be an Easter egg. Oh, oh Jewish Passover. Okay, <laughs> I can do that one. Passover. Now. Yeah, Passover. I so, celebrate every holiday. So, so Jewish really people, do. yeah, you do? I do. Christmas? Okay, Melikimiki Maka. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything, everything. But also... Um, I, uh, I'm i about to lose my... my Do you uh, know who Archie Bunker was? That's one of my favorite shows, All in the so Family. So I, I, I do a great Archie Bunker, and this is the truth there, when we're talking about the religious thing, my daughter's married to a Catholic guy, dear, and we really like him, huh? You didn't go with Archie and the Pollock and everything? Like no, that? Not that? no, I love that show. Too. <laughs> but getting back on your point. Okay, now, um, I, I have lost my my but um you were on the paul Heyman dvd and i just marked out when you were like paul Heyman is a royal pain in the ass and then you also did but he's a great guy the grand wizard impression yes and, and captain lou albano as well I, I met him before he died captain lou great guy he's a great, great guy. guy now now um you also have a rapping style which i don't want to exploit you further i, I don't mind i, I take old knows. songs from andy williams frank sinatra barry manilow and uh, my best friend and I entertain at uh, senior homes. Really? And when I'll do it, yeah. And when I'll do a ballad, nice ballad like Moon River Wider Than a Mile, I'm crossing you in style someday. The I'm being crowd lo- the, 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 the crowd loves it, but the nurses are like, can you sing something hip? So then I do, yo, Moon River Wider Than a Mile, I'm crossing you in style someday, you dream maker, you freaking heartbreaker. Yeah. I mean, I can rap any song. Okay. Now, can you... Get and I can rap presents. I did a lot for Hanukkah and Christmas. So you can so you can do something better than a Hanukkah song, Adam Sandler? I wrote one. I wrote my own Hanukkah song. Oh, you did? Yeah. You, Based upon White Christmas. Do you, do you know it? I'm dreaming of a happy Hanukkah, just like the ones I used to know, with menorah candles burning and dreidels turning, and lockets flying on the stove. Oh, by the way, uh, if you didn't hear Bill singing, we have a big background noise, everybody just congregating after the show. I appreciate So, I apologize on behalf of Shy Blog. No, no, sensational one. But, you know, that's life. And, uh, I just want to make sure we're not holding anybody up. Oh, no, 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 that's fine. I'm, I'm not being held up. Um, well, hey, guys. Are we, are we okay to do are, a are we okay? minutes here? What's that? Are we okay to do a few more minutes here on this podcast? Okay, we got an okay. Go okay, first. all right. Now, you're notorious for Dusty Rose also. My one invitation, of my, one of my dearest friends. One later. of my favorite. He, honestly, what, he was what, one the of day my, he, I heard he died, oh. I went into a deep depression. I did for Roddy Piper. Yeah. I, would, I did as well. I'll tell you a story about Piper. 
Piper came down to LCW, Lancaster Championship Wrestling, in May. Well, I'm now a Hall of Famer. Yes, you are, mid Yes. My, my business yes. partner, uh, Bill Brown. Yes, what a great guy. Yes, he is. I'm, I'm going to have you booked there, too. I, I'm already there. Go ahead. So, um, Piper was booked in May, and I was still under the mat radio. So, we did a lot. We went to Ring of Honor, and then we met Jim Ross at his one-man show and did an interview afterwards. And then um, I was so excited because Piper is my favorite heel of all time mm-hmm. because of the concept in wrestling. So, you know. This is so weird to me because you said heel. And back in the day when I was coming up in the business, heel and babyface were only terms that the wrestling people in the business yes. used. So it's so weird to hear someone, um, a broadcaster. Well,. I'm sort of in the business. You are, quote, yeah, quote, you are. Quote. But I'm saying it used to be the old, everything was kayfabe from everyone outside of the dressing room. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, go on. And, and, Piper. and um, Piper, Piper did the, uh, uh, you know, he was about to come down. So I said, we got to go meet Piper. This is one of my favorites. So they came and said, no, we're, we're tired. We're all burnt out. We need to rest. Who knew that Piper came down there, Steve, the whole show, everybody loved him, took pictures all over social media, and I'm having jealousy in my head. Piper passed away on August 1st, and I almost started crying. Oh, me too. And because Piper was such, he was such a talented guy, so I think misunderstood. And him and Dusty Rose were made for a very depressing summer. And sure I did. cannot do a Dusty Rose impression like you, the well, list and everything. When you have the American dream and spirit through Bill Actor to come on your wonderful new podcast, if you will, it's a thrill for the dream to be here, if you will, baby. Well, honestly, I am honored. And for Bill Apter, I, I, I will be honest with the audience out there. I have a little credibility in the business, not too much, but I'm working my way to the Apter Alley. The well, Apter you know, people, people ask me, I say in this business so long, how did I not get anybody mad at me? There were some people mad at me, really? uh, but, and they, they were growing experiences, but they say, if you could give advice to someone starting out, what would that be? And it's just don't tick anyone off. Yes. Really. Because once you do that, it, it's like the domino effect. It goes from one person to the next, to the next, to the next. That is my number two rule. My number one rule is always be humble in the business. Yes, which that's, you are. That's when I met you. I met Brett the Hitman Hart, Jim Ross. Brett Hart's another good voice. <laughs> You know, I was I was upset when I saw him at a Ravens game. I was in D.C. He yeah. was taking pictures with Steve Smith uh, Senior. Yeah, and I and I'm a big Hart family mark, if anything. I have at home uh, a Hart family baseball cap where Helen and Stu signed it, and I also have a shirt that they signed for me. Now I don't want to push any buttons, but can you do Stu Hart? Stu used to call me, or I'd call him, and. Uh, a 20-minute talk would be three hours. You go, I am, um, uh, I, uh, I saw um, uh, Brett, and uh, I, uh, um, and it would be that. For, he was, he was a wonderful man. Was, was that recent? Because I don't, I can't re- recall. That was the, back in the back in the nineties. Uh, I can't recall the, uh, that being done with the phone call that Brett used to tell that story about Owen. No, no, about Reggie Parks. Story, right? No, no. Why didn't you try me? Right. You know. Yeah, yep. So yep. also, uh, you know, one of my favorite belt makers, uh, Reggie, Reggie Parks, Parks, made me my cowbell. The belt. 
So yeah, so um, you know my favorite belt, two of my favorite belts of all time. One is the NWA World Heavyweight Championship oh, belt before they made it a big gold belt. By the way, can I interrupt us for a second? Sure. Charlie Armstrong, who's agenting me for all my appearances, but he's become one of my best friends in the whole world, has just decided after we're doing this interview right after my first one-man show debut to bring us some pizza. Yes. So can we eat while we talk? You can eat. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Oh, all right. I'm going to buy a piece of piping hot so it wouldn't work as a host. Thank you, Uncle Charlie. So within this interview, Bill Apter is going to be chewing on pizza. Oh, my God. This is the biggest slice. I just needed one. Thank you, Charlie. These are like New York pizza. I'm going to get one piece here. No, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is almost like the uh, Rappaport mm-hmm. podcast. We don't fact check and we just let everything everything fly. And honestly, Charlie is Char- becoming okay. He's becoming this my best casual interview here. He's becoming one of my best friends because he's wearing purple, which uh, I am a blue guy. You're saying he's a purple witch? <laughs> oh, purple witch. <laughs> no, he's wearing purple. And uh, being a fan of the Ravens, I, I, I'm a big person who likes blue. I can't stand red. It's like a bad itch. Whenever I wear uh, red. So, um, Charlie, I'm going to be in contact with him for many times. Uh, Gimmick Tree Entertainment, by the way. Actually, Charlie, if you don't mind. No, I don't mind. About, while I'm taking two bites here, tell us about how you formed Gimmick Tree Entertainment and where it's going well, from here. Well, obviously, you know, thank you for letting me you know, plug our company everything here. I mean, obviously, uh, Gimmick Tree Entertainment was uh, it, a couple years ago, I was in the ring me as a manager and uh, Jessica Hernandez I give great credit to I had learned a business several years for riding the roads you know with a lot of the old-timers like Jimmy Bahia and guys like that and just soaking up knowledge and I went to California and Jesse Hernandez really put me under his wing okay. and really taught me the wrestling business and for the eyes of the promoter and one of the biggest things that he taught me was he said that Promoters look out for themselves first. Yes. And he said that's the biggest mistake. It's the difference. He said there's a difference between a promoter and being a businessman. And I don't consider myself a promoter. I consider myself a businessman. Yeah. And my golden rule is for doing this for now going on two years, being okay. a solo promoter, my talent is paid when they first walk in the building. Wait, before that, you paid me two weeks ahead of time. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean that's because you got pictures of me doing naughty things, and I don't want to. <laughs> I'm, I'm not just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. I was about to say because you know when you say that, which is a great uh, notion. What about the talent that wants their money up front and don't show up? Um, you know, to be honest with you, knocking on wood, you know, which I will right now on stage. Yes, um, two years of doing this as a solo promoter on my own. Mm-hmm. I've never had nobody burn me. That is great. Um, and I have a reputation of people are like, wow, I really appreciate you paying me, taking care of me, you know, transits. Because my thing is, if the boys are away from their family, mm-hmm. doing and working for me, putting their body on the line, they need to be taken care of. Because, I mean, I'm asking a man or a woman to drive 200 miles, 300 miles for an event. Um, and my biggest thing is, is making sure, making sure that these guys get taken care of. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I will make my money on the back end of things, of course, promoters always do. Mm-hmm. So taking care of your talent first, you'll build 
friends and family that I'm around you, it'll be a, it'll be a tremendous amount. Bill's giving pizza to somebody. And Bill's just handing out pizza to everybody <laughs> in the world. It's just, oh, it's Sean. Sean no, not Sean Michaels either. We don't give pizza to Sean Michaels. We don't watch Sean Michaels. Uh, you know, uh, but, uh, I can't be but Sean Michaels. I, but I will let, um, let Bill finish his interview with you. I, I appreciate you giving the opportunity to Bill talk about his book and everything. And, Obviously, Gimmick Tree Entertainment, we're on Facebook, we're on social media, you know, and it's at GimmickTree.com. Uh, we have a brand new website launching December 28th, a okay. Christmas present. Uh, we actually have Vince Russo, which is going to be debuting our website, our Tree of Knowledge. Okay. And it's going to be a, a, a edition of a, just a free, it's no charge. It was Vince sitting down with one of our guys and sharing the knowledge of what he does and he did in the wrestling business. Okay. And we're going to be uh, having a lot of uh, great shows starting January 29th and January 30th in North Carolina. And, said, Man, just and I'll be on a, a lot and, of those shows. And okay. Bill's uh, booked with us throughout the year. And it's just a tremendous honor to work with a guy that I consider a friend as much as I consider a legend in the business. Yes, and I consider Bill Lapter a big wrestling legend. If they don't have anybody in the broadcasting portion of the Hall of Fame, they're going to make a wing because of him. I, I, I would be flattered. And, and honestly, I, um, I'm so much as like a pursuing as in a writing notion to write for one wrestling. Just got to tune in and make Your sure I get it. stuff is totally classy. Send yes. it and we'll use it. Thank you. I, I just wrote an article about The Undertaker being 25 years in the business. Love to see it. I sent it to you already. You did? Yes. I get 3,000 emails a day. Send it well, one more time. You know, but also now I'm doing an article about NXT, about the rise of it, I'm and how it. it's more popular than... Wonderful Willie would like to see that. We, we're getting the wrap-up sound. Sure. We're going to wrap up. Here. So uh, what you I'm going to, to wrap do up? is... Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to have Bill Abner see if I can book him for a part two, because he's so much knowledge. We will do it. We will do I, that. I'd love to be. I like you. You're you're professional. And I love thank you. I, I got to do guy. like five parts because you have you have so much. You're a good guy. in the business. And it's, you talked about Baltimore, albeit MCW on the twenty third. Uh, January. January. Yes, in Joppa. Okay. Well, I'll let Dam David know and see if, if I can drop by. You'll uh, be there. I'll, I'll be there next You'll week. There. But then again, you know, I got Chikar the next week in Philly. Okay. With, with the great Kimberly. Too. So, uh, would so that can I be... give my sign off? Sure, sure. They won't see the, the finger. Shinblade and Bill Apter will see you at the matches. Thank you very much. Thank you, Shane. Did I sound like a dork or what when it came to that interview? <laughs> oh, I got to clean it up as soon as I, uh, you know, get my XP up. You know, being solo is not really easy doing this. Uh, I have to say also really thanks to Bill Abner for taking the time out to uh, having that interview. It was such a busy day and such a busy schedule to conduct an interview like that. And again, I apologize for the background noise uh, that was going on while we were interviewing. But then again, I'm out doing Shy Lounge. So, uh, you know, really when I let people eat, drink or smoke uh, during the interview, you know, background noise is not that much. But being in a podcast you want to listen to more of the interview and less of the background noise so really i apologize to that um there was a bit of fact checking that uh error checking that i did on that interview in that interview and andy kaufman's alter ego was named tony clifton if anybody's seen the movie man on the moon or if anybody lived back in those days and seen andy kaufman live and seen taxi and and uh noticed tony clifton that was actually him 
portraying as a uh, the opposite of him, which was an insulting, uh, cursing, uh, tactless comedian. Uh, not to roll on Andy's uh, grave like that or cremations or I, I forgot how he was uh, uh, buried or uh, you know entombed or anything of that nature. Um, really, it's amazing to hear that Bill Apter was the guy who put that feud together because that was a really really big feud back in the 80s of uh, Jerry the King Lawler and Andy Kaufman down in Memphis for Memphis Wrestling. Uh, if anybody don't know about that you know you can always wikipedia it uh youtube it it's on jerry lawler's dvd called it's good to be the king uh recently out in wwe so they talk in detail about that um also the greatest uh stars of the 80s which was 2005 from wwe that they talk about uh andy kaufman you know taking a power drive and breaking his neck and actually selling that so, uh, a little note about Tony Clifton. Uh, after Andy Kaufman's death, his uh, friend Bob Zamuda still performed as Tony Clifton, and people believed that Andy Kaufman was still alive. You know, uh, they had stories where Andy Kaufman was at one area and Tony Clifton was another. Bob Zamuda would dress up and women would fall for Tony Clifton because they thought it was Kaufman and go back to his hotel room and, you know, have relations with him, little hibbity dibbity action, and thought it was Andy Kaufman. And I guess uh, it wasn't really, but you know, <laughs> Bob Zamuda getting the overflow of the uh, the groupies that Andy Kaufman had, had bought in. But for that history lesson, uh, thank you, Bill Apter, for uh, being interviewed for your book and the various stories that we put up about uh, Cal uh, Championship Office Wrestling, which was a great set of videos that he had, you know, Tommy Dreamer and RVD and I think the Sandman was in there, you know, taking kendo sticks. Uh, wow. You know, as a guy who's training in professional professional wrestling, you know, on the side, uh, you know, I know kendo sticks uh, hurt. You know, I took it back in 2003 when somebody uh, had me volunteer for it, had welt for about one or two weeks. But really, uh the championship belt he showed it to me made by Reggie Parks a very interesting belt maybe I should get a Shy Lounge belt um, I don't know what it looked like uh, I'm a big fan of the NWA World Heavyweight Championship uh, before the big gold belt I'm not a really big fan of the uh, large gold belt you know I just think it's just a gold belt it has no detail on it uh, except for the small rubies and diamonds that comes with it but anyway, um, there was a story behind this interview where as uh, Charlie had bought uh, Bill and myself a pizza, and during that interview, uh, Bill Apter gave that pizza to a little kid named Sean, which was actually funny. You know, I just saw after the interview there was no more pizza, and I asked for a pizza, and they gave it to Sean. But it wasn't upsetting. It's just a small road story that I carry with me. Uh, I find it very, very hilarious. So, no salt to the game. Why would I beef over a uh, $2 pizza? It got to be some great pizza for me to uh, be upset and uh, mad about. But, this is the first episode, and uh, I thank you for listening to it. Meanwhile, I got to give you some upcoming events, uh, you know, until next week, or should you pin it to your calendar. 
Um, January 23rd, Bill Apter will be at MCW at uh, Java, Maryland. I think that's the location. Check out mcwwrestling.com uh, for the date, just in case I'm wrong. He will be signing autographs of his book. Also, will be there. Uh, I'm thinking Shawn Michaels will be there. I'm not sure, but I'm not even looking at the sheet. So, uh, you know, don't don't sue me. Don't don't uh, check me or don't fact me or whatever. Don't quote me. So that will be happening. Meanwhile, I will be in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, on the eighth and the ninth for TNA Wrestling, featuring uh, the Shy Lounge DJ. Zima Ion, aka Van Paris, which is his DJ name, aka DJ Z of TNA Wrestling. Everybody still calls him Zima Ion uh, from the Independence. I, I like that name. And the fact I love this hair scrape gimmick that he had. Uh, I don't know why TNA got rid of that. Um, just beyond me, I just thought it was arrogant, obnoxious. So it made for a great uh, bad guy role, you know, since. Uh, a lot of the wrestling people don't want me to use heel, but I just said it. Um, other than that, I will be at LCW, which is new name is Keystone Pro Wrestling, January 15th and January 16th for Friday Night Fights and the main show on the 16th on a Saturday. And Friday Night Fights will feature my protege, the black star, Jack Cole. He'll be wrestling there. So if you hear this podcast and you see him, Make sure you mention Shy Lounge and Shinblade. He knows who it is. And he will be on future episodes of Shy Lounge as far as opening and maybe closing in order to get that name out. Oh my God, somebody's buzzing me. So, uh, I wanted to thank Graves.com for their awesome snacks. I want to th- thank uh, Primal Jerky for their soybeans jerky. Uh, meanwhile, again, thank you for Van Paris for the music. Uh, I, I love I love the Shy Lounge opening that was cut. I asked him for more chill beats, and, you know, he's going to send some soon. But if you are a musician and you want to send some beats over, just contact me on Facebook, uh, shinblade at facebook.com. Shin, S-H-I-N hyphen B-L-A-D-E. You will catch me uh, with the Shy Hands or whatever. It'll be a like page. So also click on the thumbs. I'm close to a thousand people. Uh wouldn't hurt to have a few more. Love to have the support. And also after you click on the thumbs, make sure you subscribe to the notifications. Speaking of notifications, make sure you subscribe to Shy Lounge on iTunes under Shinblade, me. I'd be doing a Shy Hands black and white picture. Uh if you're not a iTunes person Make sure that you uh, sign up on SoundCloud, uh, subscribe, follow me on SoundCloud. If not, bookmark it on your internet or on your phones under Shy Lounge, Shinblade. And if you're a Stitcher person, make sure you uh, get the Stitcher app because I'm on there live and direct. Well, honestly, not live, but you get the gist. Where it uploads uh, merely every week, check by in Sunday, listen to it. You know, chill out, have a laugh or two, because that's what our podcast is about, which is entertaining. Uh, this is my first one, so, uh, you know, as always, your first, you will never forget. Uh, pause on that one for Bill After. But I can always use improving, I can always use more beats, I can always use more guests, and I can always use more uh, places to go in order to uh, bring the lounge over to your part 
of the United States, let alone the world. So make sure that you uh, tweet me at Sensational One. Um, I don't know how you do it on Instagram. Uh, let me know about dates, but tweet me, Facebook me, you know, send a direct message, and I'll make sure that I can fulfill that need. I will uh, contact you. I'm one of those guys who like to be very, very interactive and do things myself, so there is no middleman, and if there is one, I hope they make sure to give me everything uh, to uh, inform me about uh, the goings-on, what people want, and know what their desires if they want to send something fine that's okay but I do photo ops at these events uh, they're free um, you know giving back you know why would I charge I'm, I don't charge unless I'm contractually uh, obligated to um, meanwhile meanwhile for me just uh, make sure you subscribe to, to get all the updates uh, shout out to uh, Asif in Indonesia who wanted to uh, know how to be sensational I sent him a message back uh, hopefully he gets it um, just to you know make sure they get that message and also to you for listening I thank you all or I think you one two three four five I really don't care uh, long as you're listening is fine I go by the uh, quote every out of every million, there's a thousand. Out of every thousand, there's a hundred. And every hundred, there's always one listening, always. And it grows, you know, to a hundred. And it grows to a thousand. And it grows to a million. So, I'm fine with that. Well, thank you for listening to this week's edition of Shy Lounge. I bid you a farewell. And I close it out with the shy hands. Thank you very much. And peace.